This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Stella Ray Herself podcast. How are y'all doing on this fine Thursday as always, don't forget to screenshot this, post it on your IG story, tag me, I'll repost you. No, but for real, thank you guys so much for all the just genuinely nice comments and messages recently. I feel like my whole comment section has just been so positive and just so many more comments. And that just really makes me happy because, you know, knowing... Like, it's one thing to see, like, a view count, but then to see, like, actual people commenting, it's, like, it makes it more real. Like, wow, we're really connecting, and, like, it's more personable, (laughs) you know? So thank you guys for that. I honestly really appreciate it, and I'm really excited for just all my upcoming content and the rest of this year. I feel like this year is honestly just already going by so fast, and... I have a kind of a almost like a stricter or just more of a schedule with all my content these days probably just due to the pandemic and like there's nothing else for me to really like do so that's all I'm doing is like just organizing everything organizing my whole month and like everything I'm gonna post but it just makes me think like what was I even doing before bitch like it's just I don't know Then it made me think, like, how easy it is to forget about how your life, like, how everyday life was at certain times of your life. Because, you know, obviously we remember big events or, like, a certain vibe or theme of, you know, certain years or whatever. But, like, the everyday routine, it's just, it seems so mundane and boring in the moment. But then it's actually very interesting to look back on. I don't know. Even little things like a food that you used to be obsessed with and you just totally forgot about. I don't know. That's why it's important to write things down, though. And that's why, honestly, I still use Snapchat to this day. I don't use Snapchat to really communicate with anyone except my sister and I will, like, snap each other. (laughs) Like, maybe a couple friends. But it's mostly just for memories, and I love the, like, one year ago today. Great place for memes, honestly. Um... Anyway, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I just feel very, like, tired today, I guess. And not in an unmotivated way, but just in a, like, I feel like I have so much to do. And I'm just like, fuck, I gotta keep up. Like, like I woke up at 5 and I was like, let me just get this workout out of the way. Like, I just feel like I've been rushing around. Also, I did get a large cold brew, which I really wanted. But I might also just be over-caffeinated. But I just feel like, fuck. It's like I don't want to just lie down and do nothing. Because I feel motivated and like fine. But it's like, like fuck. Like, let me just take a moment. You know? Anyway, we do have a couple things to chat about today though. But it's going to be more chill vibes. So hope you can understand. But honestly, we love a chill vibe. The first thing that I wanted to talk about. Let's just get this out of the way. But this book, The Way of Zen. Y'all, I don't know if I would recommend only because I feel like a lot of it is like okay get to the point like I don't know I just I don't 
love I obviously like the ideas and learning about the philosophies but I just feel like it could be a little more I don't know if concise would be the word but y'all remember last time I was talking about it I was like oh it makes me feel like I'm actually reading something because it's a little bit of an older book it's not one of these like more modern like written within the past five or ten years like it's a little older so it's like oh I'm actually reading literature I just feel like it's a little like it's like okay and I'm like looking you know for things that stand out to me things that I connect to like okay what are my talking points and I just feel like it's very repetitive like this whole chapter I basically had like two takeaways and I don't know if that's just me it's like the takeaways are good and powerful, you know, and meaningful, but it's just like, I feel like you kind of said this a little more concisely. Maybe that's just me being lazy and used to reading like these more modern books these days, but I'm just like, obviously it's a philosophy, a philosophy book. It's not like a self-help book or I don't know. It's not a modern, this is how to do it book, you know, which not that I was expecting that, but I do find myself not dreading to pick it up, but I'm like, okay, like I literally need to set aside, set aside time and really pay attention to it and like really focus. And not to like drag on it. This is not about the book though, but just the fact that it's a used book. This person, whoever read this, highlighted so much that it's like distracting because I think I said before, like, oh, I, I kind of like that it's been used because it's like oh my god like someone else found these things you know like this is what they connected to or what they thought was important like that's so cool i feel so connected to like everyone who's read this whatever but it's as i go on it's like you don't need to highlight the entire page it's not been that much of an enjoyable experience but i will say that there was some good points in this chapter the main concern of buddhism is with a realm of experience which is non-logical and meaningless in the sense that it does not symbolize or signify anything other than itself. There is no objection to meaningless terms. From the logical standpoint, the proposition everything is mind says no more than that everything is everything. For if there is nothing which is not mind, the world belongs to no class and has no limits, no definition. The nonverbal concrete world contains no classes and no symbols which signify or mean anything other than themselves. Consequently, it contains no duality. For duality arises only when we classify, when we sort our experiences into mental boxes, since a box is no box without an inside and an outside. Mental boxes are probably formed in our minds long before formal thought and language supply labels to identify them. We've begun to classify as soon as we notice differences, regularities, and irregularities, as soon as we make associations of any kind. But if the word mental means anything at all, this act of classification is certainly mental. For to notice differences and to associate them with one another is something more than to simply respond. The Buddhist yoga therefore consists in reversing the process, instilling the discriminative activity of the mind and letting the categories of maya fall back into potentiality so that the world may seem may be seen in its unclassified suchness. We become consciously identified with the playful and purposeless character of the void. So it's just about like vibing in the moment, I guess. And like everything, it's just suchness. It just is. So it's not like, you know, oh, I would not recommend this, but I just want you to know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What you're getting yourself into if you do decide to read this. Awakening is to know what reality is not. It is to cease identifying oneself with any object of knowledge whatsoever. Just as every assertion about the basic substance or energy of reality must be meaningless, any assertion as to what I am at the very roots of my being must also be the height of folly. The assumption that I am nothing would, of course, be equally wrong, since something and nothing, being and non-being, are related concepts and belong equally to the known. The conscious aspect of the Zen life is not, therefore, Satori, not the original mind, but everything one is left free to do and to see and feel when the cramp in the mind has been released. So you're free or, you know, you reach nirvana once you let go of basically everything. Awakening almost necessarily involves a sense of relief because it brings to an end the habitual psychological cramp of trying to grasp the mind with the mind, in which turn generates the ego with all its conflicts and defenses. In time, the sense of relief wears off, but not the awakening, unless one has confused it with the sense of relief and has attempted to exploit it by indulging in ecstasy. Awakening is thus only incidentally pleasant or ecstatic, only at first an experience of intense emotional release. But in itself, it is just the ending of an artificial and absurd use of the mind. The ultimate content of awakening is never a particular object of knowledge or experience. Awakening is not to know what this reality is. That literally sums up the whole book. Okay, it's over. We're done. Anyway, let me know if you've read it. I don't think anyone has said that they've read it. So I don't know. But yeah, it's not like it's useless. Like I'm not trying to drag on it or not recommend it. But I just want you to know the fucking vibes. But I like it. Like I do like learning about these philosophies. And again, as I've said the last couple podcasts where I've been discussing this, um, I like to read about it so I can kind of think about times, either times that I've related to that or like that was that that was ego that was letting go that was this that whatever so now i wanted to talk about this girl's issue that she had well no um she had she basically wanted advice on this situation and i feel like it's a very relatable situation so we're gonna talk about it she said i'd love to hear your thoughts on seeing other people's achievements in comparison to your own situation and feeling anxious about not making the same strides in life as everyone else Example, my cousin is only a few months older than me and has just purchased a house with her boyfriend, whereas I'm still living at home, unsure of what I want to do next in life, where I want to live, etc. I'm very happy for her, of course, but seeing other people's achievements like that makes me feel sick about what I'm actually doing with my own life. Relatable. Is there a positive way you could turn on this topic? Would love to hear your thoughts. And then she said, I know life isn't a race, but it kind of makes you feel shitty about yourself seeing other people around you achieve these things, things that seem so far away from where you are. Dude, so definitely a few things come to mind. I would say, first of all, you never, y'all have heard me say this. You've probably heard this before in general, but you just never know what someone's actually going through. And especially on social media, if you're seeing like a post of someone in front of the house they just bought you don't know what's going on but then also like in real life you never fully know what someone is going through and if there's anything i've learned especially in this space of social media 
And, you know, being friends in the past with people or kind of like getting that inside peep into like influencers' lives, people just, and in general, like anyone, not even just like influencers or whatever, but people always make it seem better than it is or exaggerate or just straight up lie. This is an extreme example, but one time I was hanging out with this bro and he was friends with this bro, which red flag, that should have been like so obvious to me, but this bro is like known for just, like he's at every club all the time, like at every party. He's just like everywhere all the time. And so many different people know him. It's like weird. Like. How does everyone know this guy? Like, he's not an influencer. Like, he's not popping. He doesn't do anything. He just goes to all these parties and somehow knows a lot of people. And so he's always posting pics with, like, money and, like, in front of nice-ass cars. And, like, he's always wearing designer. Bitch, because I was, like, because the guy that I knew was friends with him, he was, like, yeah, he literally, like, is basically homeless. Like, he's (laughs) sleeping on this person's couch he doesn't have any money he's always asking me for money he scams that's how he literally makes any money and he's just at all these parties to basically like scam people and like to try to get them to participate in his literal like scams like not like he he scams but like paypal scams (laughs) if you were to just look at this person's instagram like they have a lot of followers they're like cute like conventionally very conventionally attractive you would think they just like have a lot of money and they're like a model and they're like popping. <laughs> but no, it's literally all a lie. And that's a very, again, extreme example. But I feel like a lot of people do this. Like, and it could even be a non, like a not on purpose thing. Just anything on social media, it's not the full picture. Like, even if you were to look at my Instagram, I don't look like that all the time. I'm not always productive. I'm not always fucking cute. Okay. <laughs> But it's not like I'm, like, trying to create that image. It's just, like, I'm going to post when I do feel cute and when I do feel productive most of the time. Like, I try to keep it real, especially in vlogs. But, like, on IG, I'm not going to post a pic of me crying. Like, some people do that. That's not for me. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, you never know the full picture. So just keep that in mind. Like, you are, especially when it comes to comparing yourself, because, like, you are in your body and in your mind, And you experience everything and you see everything and you have experienced everything that you've ever experienced and no one else has. Like even your sibling or your best friend or like your parents or whatever, someone who's known you for a long time, they might know you really well, but even they have not experienced everything that you have because we all have our own individual like path and story and like we know ourselves the best, you know? So to compare the complexities and entirety of your being with someone's like IG photo or their story they're telling you like, oh, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. We just bought a house. Like you just never know the full situation and everyone's human and nobody is like completely happy all the time or like just always on this upwards like trajectory of like my life just keeps getting better and better like life is like this you know and I'm just kind of realizing that more and more as well yeah even with influencers I feel like that's just such a 
classic example, but someone could seem so pop in one year and then completely fall off. And it's like maybe last year everyone was talking about them. They seemed like goals, like, wow, like I wish I was them. And then it's like something happens or they get exposed or I don't know. It's just like you never know what's going to happen. You never know what is happening. You never know the entirety of someone else's life or situation or who they are. So that's my first train of thought. Also, I would say, especially when it comes to this situation where you're like questioning your entire life and like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Dude, it it just makes sense because we live in a society that perpetuates this idea of like constant growth and like, I don't know. I just feel like especially US culture, American culture, it's very like, like think of the American image. It's just like, oh, all smiles and like very disnified, like happily ever after and like every like fairy tale and just this unrealistic picket fence, like um, the American dream basically. And it's like, oh, it's all going to be sunshines and happiness. And <laughs> that's not what life actually is. So when, this has been ingrained into our heads that like, oh, we need to like have life figured out by this age, or we need to like have a family by this age, or we need to like have our dream career. Where do you see yourself in five years? I hate that question so much. Um, and we don't fall into that even like subconsciously because you could literally think like, okay, I don't want a traditional career. I don't want a traditional like, you know, the nuclear family, whatever, but it's still like so ingrained into us and just like all little things. Like I remember for myself, um, the high school counselor was like so mad that I, I would always say like, I'm taking a gap year because I knew I probably didn't want to go to college at least like right away. But they, like, get so triggered by that. So I would just be like, yeah, I think I'm going to take a gap year. And they would get, like, pissed and yell at me. But even just, like, little comments like that, it's like, you remember stuff like that. So it's going to affect you. So my point in saying this is, like, it just makes sense to have that anxiety. Even if logically you know, like, okay, I'm on my own path. Like, I'm not going to compare myself. My timing is right. Whatever. It's still easy to feel that fear or that anxiety or insecurity about it and then i guess my last piece of advice on how to try and stay positive during times like this which again is completely normal to not feel positive and especially these days when we're in a pandemic like a lot of us are spending a lot more time alone so we're reflecting a lot more and it's just easy i think to i mean it's one thing to be thinking about these things and like okay what's my next step or my next goal but then also it can be very easy to like overthink just because we do have all this empty space and time alone and like time to fucking reflect on our entire lives. So it makes sense. But I will say my last little, again, like positive spin on this, I guess, hopeful spin on this is that life is in, life comes in cycles and seasons and nothing is permanent. And that's just like literally a fact. That's not even like good vibes. That's like nothing's permanent. So... I don't know. I know, at least for me, obviously I'm not in the exact same situation as this girl, but I definitely can relate to like, oh, comparing yourself and like, wow, like I'm not where this person is, but I I should be, or like I should do this or damn, whatever that feeling. Um, And then also just kind of the loneliness that comes with the pandemic, especially 
And I just know what helps me is like I try to remind myself, okay, this is just a good opportunity not to be like grind and hustle culture, but it's a good opportunity to plan and to reflect and to think about what I want next and to use the kind of more quiet moments where maybe there's not a lot of excitement. Maybe, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm looking forward to a trip. Oh, I'm looking forward to this next career move. It's like reflection and a lot of like, okay, what did, what worked out before? What didn't? Where do I see myself? And just kind of thinking and brainstorming like without restriction or without judgment. And, you know, especially with this situation, it's like you were able to fall back on you're like living at home so you have that kind of safetyness so you have it may seem like less freedom but then you have a little more freedom at least like in your imagination to like okay what do I want next does that make sense I hope that's not too like posy vibes and we're gonna because like I'm not here for like ignoring um ignoring negative emotions or just like ignoring our emotions um but I do think you know, sometimes we do need to take a step back from especially social media and be like, okay, bitch, get it together. Like, come on. (laughs) I know at least for me that works. So I hope that's helpful. I know a lot of us are going through this right now and it just makes sense. But again, like nothing is forever. Nothing's permanent. Everything passes and yeah, nothing like a reflection. And especially since it's Mercury retrograde, bitch, it is a great time to be reflecting on these things. Again, I hope that helps. Just don't be afraid to put your phone down sometimes. <laughs> because, damn, the comparisons can really get to you, whether it's about someone's life, their career, their body, like, whatever. Ugh, it's like, fuck. I just, like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of pros of social media. I'm not one of those people that's like, wow, social media has ruined this generation. I think like people were stupid before and social media just is a tool for stupid people to be stupid on. But I think there's a lot of pros and a lot of greatness that comes from it. Um, But I just wonder what it would be like to like not, to like especially live your 20s and especially like your teens without social media. Like what did people used to do? Like, not saying I want to. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience it, but I'm just kind of curious. Like, what? And I remember seeing a tweet or something that was like, thank God the pandemic happened now and not like in 2004 or something, like before smartphones. <laughs> anyway, that's my fucking thoughts on that. Lastly, bitch, lastly, I wanted to talk about a TikTok that I made. I really need to post more on TikTok because. Not every time I do, but a lot of the times I do, I'm just like ranting or sharing my thoughts. People fuck with the vision. But I basically made a TikTok talking about how, you know, I know I've talked about it before, but the whole like energy ties, soul ties. Oh, 
be careful of who you sleep with because you're going to be connected to that person forever. Like their energy is going to be with you forever. Basically how I disagree with that concept and how I feel like it's very victim blamey, slut shamey, just all of these things that we do not fuck with. Um, and especially with victims of assault, etc. I just feel like it's so dismissive towards anyone who's experienced that because it's like oh this person's gonna be with you forever like maybe you shouldn't have been such a whore and you wouldn't have all this extra energy attached to you just because it's like under this mask of spirituality or like mysticalness oh my god that doesn't mean that it's not basically purity culture as a lot of people in the comments were saying or just misogynistic because it's always targeted towards women I don't see any bros talking about cleansing themselves. This girl, even this girl commented on mine. and was like, I don't know, girl. It seems true to me. Like, I cleansed myself of a list of over 20 bodies. It makes it seem like having sex or having casual sex is dirty and something you need cleansing of. And it's one thing to be like... Like, if these people were making TikToks like, oh, I have had a lot of bad experiences, experiences and casual hookups or whatever and this is what i've done to heal from it like heal from those negative experiences that would be one thing because they're you know i feel like especially as women a lot of us do have a lot of bad experiences when it comes to that and you know even if it's not outright assault it's like coercion or we just finally give in or it's like we're kind of just uncomfortable so we just go along with something and none of that is you know it's like yeah i don't want to count that body but there's a difference in like healing from trauma and then just treating the whole like every hookup everything is bad if you have more than one body you are full of this extra energy and you need to be cleansed of that follow me for more advice i think everyone just needs to do what they want to do and to mind their own business a dick does not have that much power like <laughs> sorry it's literally it doesn't and I don't know. I just really fucked with how many people were fucking with what I was saying and relating to it. And like, yeah, like I don't even remember some of these people's names. Like, how am I carrying their energy with them? Like, with, or with me? I don't even remember them. It's just purity culture hidden by this mask of like this modern spirituality movement. And I just really disagree with it. And I think people actually need to like think constructively and think critically about either what they're listening to or what they're preaching because people don't always see all the sides, I think. Like, I don't know. It's like, if you feel like you're going to feel better after you do a little cleanse, I don't even know what the cleanse consists of, then do it. If you're going to be like, okay, like that was in the past, like whatever, moving on, that's helpful. But it's one thing to like do something for your own personal sake. And then it's another thing to be going around shaming people and telling people they need to do this ritual to cleanse themselves of their bodies. Bitch, what? And y'all know how I feel about body counts too, because what are we counting? Are we counting times where I was coerced or where I was uncomfortable or where I really wanted to say no or where I did say no? Are we counting times that I didn't orgasm? Are we counting times like I just find the whole concept of it to be really dumb and like I don't know I just who cares 
I like to think of experiences, vibes, what I like, what I don't like. Y'all need to read Come As You Are if you haven't, because um, there's some really good worksheets in there about, like, detailing a really positive experience you had and, like, just everything about it. Like, what what was the environment you were in? What were the smells? What were the, like... Like, it literally goes through everything. And then do it for, like, a bad experience. And, yeah. Again, it's one thing to, like, heal yourself from either, like, a traumatic situation or maybe just on the lighter side, like, maybe just an uncomfortable situation, maybe just an awkward situation. Um, And then it's another thing to be, like, this is a sin. That's not really helpful. That's very shame-focused, in my opinion. And I just, it's like, it's so annoying. So let me know what your thoughts on that are. So bitch, stay the fuck inside. Don't go to parties, bitch. Don't be fucking stupid. And yeah, I think that's all I'm going to discuss today. <laughs> I don't feel off today. I just feel like, you know, <laughs> it's a Monday. I feel very Monday vibes today. No. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. I hope I was able to help you in a small way. Leave a comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube with any of your thoughts. Message me screenshot this, post it on your IG story, tag me. Love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you next week.